My friend told me the morning of my bachelorette party wine tour that her boyfriend is joining. No! This shit drives me crazy. Welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. You couldn't just give me that one. No. This you couldn't is, let me have it. You take everything else. This is mine. What, what do I take I'm from John. you? And I'm who an are you? angry wife. Who are you? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. Honestly, that's a very introspective question. I can't answer that. But my name is Alex. Well, apparently this is my sister. Everyone thinks we look related. Don't, so Don't just like start with this that. This is my sister. That's disgusting. All right. This is I'm Alex. Not. You know, She's uh, somebody. One of my friends sent me pictures of like someone who she used to date his sister and her, his new girlfriend or maybe fiance and was like guess who is who that's how similar they look like I could not I was like they're the same person so this guy is dating someone who actually looks like his sister whereas I don't look like John like we look li like John I do look like John I don't look like Jen John's sister I feel like we could be cousins but we don't look like you're too pale to be we're not twins Jen's pale too what That's do you true. mean My, oh I was waiting I was gonna say you said it Jen's listening you're, she's gonna hear you say we're both she's pale. pale she would agree to that as well see if I said that my sister would rip me a new asshole if, if I said anything negative I'm gonna jump into my low today my low is that I know how pale I am because it's summer and I have no tan lines like my whole body just blends into one look what we are we're in an office the blinds are shut <laughs> Like, I we, need some we, natural what's light. sunlight? What is sunlight? I've, I definitely have a vitamin D deficiency. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. So that's my low. Is I just I'm just, just vitamin D yeah. deficiency all around. My low is horrific. The low I have is horrific, and just so happens to kind of correlate with last week's episode <laughs> of shitting. <laughs> Couldn't have, it couldn't have been a worse time. We too. were we were in the middle we were in the middle of a fight though when this happened. So I was like, this is what you get. <laughs> oh. oh my god! It's a Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Family morning, breakfast. Alex's morning. dad is downstairs in the kitchen. Her mother, her sister, the dogs. Everyone's drinking coffee, having a relaxing morning. I take one sip of my coffee and I'm like, I got a shit now. <laughs> immediately sprint to the bathroom emergency sprint to the bathroom i shit and you know i don't want to be too detailed but it's not solid <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm going to say okay didn't think anything of it flush the toilet it smells horrific by the way flush the toilet what did we eat the night before rubbish rubbish i'll just say what rubbish vegetables yeah because it was we're a lot of vegetables to, we're trying to be skinny for this shoot we got to do or whatever anyway so i flooded the toilet you should see john's face i feel like you're struggling just, right now to it was like horrific ptsd i flushed the toilet and it just overflowed well it rises up to the top it's at the top and That's instead of plunging i'm like let me try this one more time flush Everything goes over the toilet. It was horrific. I took my shower towel. I'm like soaking it all up oh with my, my towel. God, John. And it's still going. I get the plunger. I'm plunging and I'm splashing the water all over the walls. John. I know your parents. Well, I'll keep going. I'm, I'm plunging, plunging, and it's not doing anything. I flush the toilet again, overflows again. I'm like, just the rinse, panic, repeat, rinse, the repeat. The panic that you feel, though, when the water, when like it hits that line and then starts going over, there's it's no Mission other feeling. Impossible. <laughs> 
what mission what what did i say impossible it's impossible <laughs> mission impossible yes i'm like my dad i can't get the words out fast enough so i'm plunging 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 you know finally it's starting to subside and i there's just shit everywhere and i have to go in the kitchen and shit be like truly hit the fan truly and i had to go in the kitchen everyone's in there and i'm like hey guys i need some paper towels <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like for what i'm like i just need the paper towels and I think Brianna or someone's like, oh, did, did you, you clog go- the toilet? Did you clog the toilet? I'm like, yeah, I yeah, clogged the toilet. I, did. I didn't only clog the toilet. I destroyed the bathroom. I don't think that I realized like when you came out of the bathroom, because I was still annoyed with you. I was like, what, what is this fucker doing? Also, <laughs> I thought that you had like escaped to just go be on your own in your own thoughts. I didn't realize that you were pooping that whole time or cleaning oh, up your mess. It was like... It was like a bomb went off in that bathroom. You had an ass explosion. <laughs> an ass explosion. <laughs> but... So let me just speed this up. So I asked for the paper towels and the supportive father that your dad is goes, well, you didn't fucking flush it twice. Like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, you have the courtesy flush. So like people say that all the time. Like if you poop, if you know it's going to be a big load, usually poop. If you have like, if it's like poop flush, a thick amount of shit in the toilet. Yeah. You know your poops though. Like it was not, it wasn't solid. Like it shouldn't have clogged the toilet is what I'm saying. I've had way worse. I mean, my parents have lived in that house for like over 30 years. You know what I mean? Like the pipes there, I feel like you can't really trust. I've been giving those pipes a workout. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm fast forwarding. Anyways, (laughs) so I clean it all up and then I have to get bleach wipes. And like, I, I think this bathroom has never been cleaner than it looks like if somebody got murdered in that bathroom, you wouldn't find any DNA after I got done cleaning it. Well, good, because it would be disgusting if you left any remnants behind. The worst part is I just left that thought in your family's mind because then we left. That's literally how you left. That's how we left like, New York to go back to Raleigh. Now we're to Richmond. We, like that's, <laughs> yeah. you don't even know where we are. Oh, Richmond. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We left 30 minutes later. I'm like, we got to get on the road. I'm like, peace, peace y'all. <laughs> I think you have IBS. No, I just, yeah, you do. No, I just, how after many times, I eat, I have to shit. How many times a day do you go? Four. How many times are those poops solid? Zero. Exactly. I feel I, like that's not I normal. Rather have, I would, I'm so glad I have IBS then because I don't want to keep anything inside me. I want to flush <laughs> all the demons out. Well, who wants to be like, it's healthy to shit twice we a day? We definitely Fuck talk that. about I shit I want to shit way too everything much. out of my body. I'm so sorry for everyone listening that this is another episode just of shit talk. It just so happened to happen. <laughs> it just so happened to happen. I mean, you have to figure that out. If someone asked what is the biggest factor in your relationship that like causes tension between you and John, I would I would say your shit schedule. You know what causes tension? Not <laughs> shitting. You, Alex. <laughs> if I wasn't shitting, that's going to cause that's tension. That's true. Like if I haven't pooped in the day, I am in a bad mood. Oh, yeah. Alex, little rabbit pellets. I just go once a day. That's normal. I feel like that is Unless normal. Unless we travel, then you don't shit for like four days. My body's like, you're not home. This isn't your toilet. <laughs> my body's like, no, doesn't matter where, how. Moving on. What's your high, John? Uh, my highs, I finally got to hang out with the guys. That's what it was. We all got to hang out. What me, guys? Me, Dan, Chris. Oh, yeah, that's nice. For like an hour until like somehow every single one of us are like women were texting us and blowing up our phones. And we, then we only got to hang out for you. an hour. We found you. You, like, know, you know that you miss when I'm not with you, though. You do. I didn't have enough time to miss you. We were together for an hour. A hour. You had fun. And then we had fun. A little too much fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we, we partied. Anyways, it was a good day. It was nice just hanging out with some guys because I never do that. <laughs> On a Sunday after the wedding. Um, Let's see. Are you going to ask yours? me what my yes. high is? I was, if you let me get there, what's your low? Just to piss I you. went through my low. Did you? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. What's You're your high? Losing your mind. 
my high put me in a home yeah ser- I, we need to make those shirts i do need to make those home. shirts put me in a home my high is that we have my friend christy's wedding coming up she'll be a guest eventually on the podcast um but she is a covid bride she had her micro wedding in april and now her big wedding, one wedding wasn't enough for her she wanted to have a second one who i yeah but if you had already like put a deposit down at a venue and you could postpone like why would you i'm you not know? i'm not knocking her yeah i mean she gets to get celebrated so, twice so many people had to postpone so like i'm just excited to party with her and all my friends yeah, so. it'd be nice to see everyone but it's nice too because we're technically filming this wedding but because i'm a bridesmaid we decided to hire out some help so we get to enjoy our about fucking time you know what i'm ready you know what it is i think i just like have control issues and every other wedding that i've been in i'm like i'm gonna do half the day and then hire help for the other half of the day like the reception part but it really ends up being so stressful because i can't turn off work mode so i found someone in raleigh who i've seen his work i really do trust him and i know that he's going to do a good job so I'm bringing a camera with me because I still have control issues, but I'm hoping that I just like truly can disconnect from work and enjoy a wedding for once. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's jump into it. Let's go. Let's do it. What's our topic? What is our topic? Our topic's just like having friends that ghost you when they get into relationships. Once they hook their claws into their prey. Well, it's really like, how do you maintain those friendships when they don't put the effort in anymore? And I feel like everyone either has a friend or you know someone who is like that, where they're in a relationship, you never see them, then they're single. And then all of a sudden they're back around in your lives. Like, what is that? You have to have a balance. Like we're cool, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Remember me? No, because you couldn't be my friend when you had a boyfriend. So the only thing I could say about that is I'm sure there's people that it's hard to separate their their um, attention and time management. You know, like yes. like well, you're my busy. primary focus, right? Mm-hmm. So it's I guess it's kind of hard to oh I got to slot some time out to yeah. see these people. I think I think in a relationship it like transitions. So like when you start dating someone, obviously your friends are your priority because like this new person you're like still feeling them out, whatever. At some point your partner or your significant other is going to take priority your time your honeymoon stage you're like just obsessed with each other yeah but like at some point like they are going to take over more time than you would give to your friends or family which is fine like again most couples are like that but it's about managing that time with your friends and family so that you don't lose those relationships because when you do break up if you do break up, not when, but like if you guys do, who's gonna be there? Like if you have completely ignored yeah, all don't of those automatically past relationships. Assume. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. You can't just ignore those relationships and assume that they're gonna be there if you haven't still maintained a strong friendship with them. What is what is that saying? People say it's like your true friends, even if you're so far apart and don't speak for forever, like it's the same. It's like nothing's changed when you see each other. Well, I mean, I have friendships like that because whether that be distance or like, you know, everyone's busy in life, but I'm talking about like your closer inner circle who like you do see probably on a daily basis. Cause there's a lot of girlfriends that I have who our relationship doesn't change just because we aren't hanging out every week. I think it's just what category of friend are we talking about here? I think it's like 
the reason why you haven't spoke? Is it because one person has ghosted you? Correct. Or is it because like you guys are both so crazy busy and stuff's going on in life? Correct. Yeah. And I mean, There's a difference. I think it's so fine to grow apart from someone as well. You know what I mean? Like if you're using your relationship as an excuse as to not seeing someone or like if your friend is doing that, like maybe take a step back and be like, do I even want to hang out with this person anymore? Like it's fine to grow apart and like have different interests. Maybe your friend who you don't get to see much anymore had a kid and that's taking up a lot of their time and not to say that you can't be friends with someone who has kids if you don't have kids but sometimes people just grow apart or go through different phases and it ebbs and flows well isn't there different what are there certain friend groups and stages of your life like your childhood friends right. your high school friends your college friends and like your adult friends right. I, I don't know well and i'm I mean, assuming like, those are the <laughs> you could go through different levels of closeness with different people if that makes sense like you might have been closer to your childhood friend when you guys were kids and then like grow apart but then come back together if you guys find common ground again and you know, I just think that it's okay to like let those relationships come and go, like change and alter. And, and like I said, ebb, ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Have yeah. you ever been in a relationship where you felt like you didn't want to hang out with your friends where you were like, this is my boo? No, like, never. <laughs> Not with me. Even you, Well, even like your high school love, like your puppy love, whatever. Like I still want to hang out with my friends though. But what about a relationship where your partner didn't like when you spent time with other people so like then you felt guilty i don't think i don't really think i did because like the three serious relationships i had i mean we all kind of like our friend groups kind of hung out that's good didn't you have long distance too so like you yeah did they have, weren't close yeah so like you did have time yeah. with other people i had a long distance relationship so like i did have more friend time there but i was also younger but then my relationship after that it was hard finding a balance between friends and time with him and his family because he, I don't know, I felt like a little bit um, guilty if I like wanted to hang out with my friends because he didn't, you know, they weren't his friends. So it's not like he wanted to spend all of his time with them, which I completely understood. But I was like, can we just all get along? Like your maturity level and how comfortable you are in your relationship is a big part of that too. I think some people have control issues where they're like, they don't want you to like leave them for you to go hang out with their friends mm -hmm. or whatever. Like for us, like I'm so happy for you to like leave, go <laughs> hang out with your friends. Like you need your me time, yes. you need your alone yeah. time. And just being comfortable. Like I know you'll never cheat on me or whatever. I just think that's a big issue for Trust. people. And I'm not saying in general, mm -hmm. like there's other reasons, but I think that would be a big part why people wouldn't want you to like well, it's being separate from them. It's being confident in your relationship like being confident in the other person that they're secure with themselves and it's about trust also but just knowing that like me spending time with my friends doesn't mean that i don't want to spend time with you oh like it's a just, jealousy thing yes yeah. exactly yeah like oh you're choosing them over me like that's not what it is but i think that a lot of times like at least with girlfriends that i've seen is i think that their significant other gets jealous or so you've you have friends like that or you've had friends like that? Where I feel like I don't see them because they they feel like they have to spend all of their time with their significant other because that's what they require to feel secure in their relationship. That, okay, that makes sense. For me, more so like I've had friends where they haven't really dated anyone, mm -hmm. right? So the minute they finally start dating somebody, they like latch their claws in them. Like I think they've been alone so long and then they finally found somebody that they were like, let's just hunker down. Oh, yeah. They're just like, I'm not letting you go. <laughs> yeah. But I think like from the friend standpoint, 
if you're constantly reaching out to this friend and like inviting them to, into the group to hang out and be like, hey, we're doing this girls night or guys are getting together, yada, yada. And they're consistently not joining you because they just are spending time with their significant other or making excuses. Like there's only so many times that you can invite them until you're just done. You're like done inviting them anymore. Yeah, I agree. I feel like a lot of times I'm the one reaching out to my friends mm -hmm. just to kind of maintain that connection. But I'm always, I've always been like that, just hard to let go and like fear of change. You know, it, it's so messed up. But like when my childhood friends like got married, I, I got sad. Oh. Then they had a kid. I got sad. Really? Yeah, oh. just because like I hate change. And like, of course, it's growth you, is great. Did you feel like maybe because you weren't there yet? Like, was there a little hint of like, where, what am I doing with my life? Because I know like you had friends who got married pretty young. I was the last one on my friend group to get married besides Goo, you know, but I never felt pressured or rushed because that just wasn't me. It was just like, because I liked the stage I was in. Right. Like when I was in college, I liked all the guys hanging out together all the time. Right. And now they're getting married and moving on with their significant other. Maybe it's more of a jealousy thing. Like, I'm not going to see you again yeah. we're not gonna have the same well, relationship I mean, anymore i do remember like when i moved out with abby like we had been roommates for so long and then like when i was moving to new york like that was so sad for me being like these years are no longer happening like these fun girls nights and like where it's just like us hanging out and like taking it on the town it's like i'm moving into this new phase of life with john you and it was just it's not like, for nothing. You you do still have your when okay. we looked at Raleigh, your girls Monday I know, night. But it's still so different than like when you're living with someone. Like I was like, I don't even have someone to share a closet with now. But it's just some so different when you have like a roommate and then like you move in with a significant other. It's just a different phase of life. Okay, so I agree. I understand what you're saying. With like going back to hanging out with my friends now and like try to like party like we used to or hang out like we used to. Can't hang. It's one, I can't hang. And two, I also feel like, what am I doing? You know, kind of like, do I really need to get that shit faced anymore? I'm not 21, you know? I don't need two days to be hungover. Well, and that's it too. Like if friends aren't hanging out with you, maybe they just like don't want to hang out with you because you're in a different phase of life than they are as well. If you are a partier and then your friend has kids at home or they just like don't want to rage. And I think it's fine to figure out like a safe space that works for everyone. Like if this isn't your party friend, like that's fine. You guys, this might be your, your brunch friend or this might be your walking friend or your hiking friend or your let's go to the movie friend. Like, you know, but in the case that you are not getting the same type of, I guess, like effort from someone else. That's just when it's it's hard kind to of a keep up to with it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, again, like what we were saying before, you're consistently reaching out and trying to do things to cater to them. And it's just like half met. Right. We're not saying different stages of life, different friends. It's okay to, it, it is okay to grow apart, but like to maintain, you know, you have that solid core of friends and it's just like, you should put in an effort to maintain that with those friends because that is such a strong thing to have good mental health. Well, again, you know? it's like you can't invest all of yourself into your your significant other. You can't. Right. You know, like, number one, you can't invest all of your happiness into them either. Your happiness, your hobbies, like you have to have interests and other relationships outside of your significant other because God forbid something happened to them or that relationship doesn't work out who do you have after that? Or like, what do you have? Like you have to be able to stand Lean on, your, on friends yeah, and family and stand on yeah. your own. Yeah. So we, it's, it's just a healthy balance. That's what you need. You need to have a healthy balance in your life. Yeah. And I think that this goes back to one of our earlier episodes. I remember reading some meme or something about like, you won't be at the wedding, but I will. Oh, uh, you're, 
best friend. Like one of our it earliest wasn't, No, episodes. it wasn't a meme. It was a question. And didn't somebody send us that question saying no, like they had a girlfriend? No, it was like a video that I saw, but it was like, I'll be at the wedding, but you won't. You might not be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you're, you're referring to like the best friend saying, saying that, that to, to the, the guy, significant other. The, yeah, the boyfriend. But all in all, I think like just because you get into a relationship doesn't mean that you completely forget about your friends. I think that you can definitely maintain those relationships, although you might have different things going on in your life. But, you know, it's all about what is it, John? Communication. So we asked you guys some of your funny stories if you guys have gone through this. And um, I'll read some of them here. So this is what some of you guys wrote. I have a friend who has a habit of doing this. She also picks the not so greatest guys. I feel like when that like makes it more difficult too, if your friend has a significant other that you don't enjoy hanging out with, that can also make you guys hang out less. Well, yeah, that's that that could definitely happen. My friend told me the morning of my bachelorette party wine tour that her boyfriend is joining. No! This shit drives me crazy. Why do people just fucking assume <laughs> they can bring a significant other? bring another friend, bring their animal, you know, just like <laughs> automatically assume it's okay to do something bring without fucking animal. asking. Like, yeah, just like, right. Oh. Another like common sense, be a fucking adult. What the fuck is wrong with people? Or like the worst is though, when you do say like, Hey, like guys day or like girls night. And then someone has to pipe in. Like there's that one friend who has to pipe in like, yeah, hey. my boyfriend. Yeah. And you're like, dude, don't even make it awkward. Like what? You know, the dynamic. Absolutely also, you not. heard what I just said. Oh my girls God. Night. I'm listing the group of girls and it, it does not include any guys like context clues. My friend and I went to college together and all she could think and talk about was her boyfriend. Oh, geez. that's annoying. Yeah. It's like you are trying to have oh, these new. <laughs> oh, what a pickle. Oh, I was just about to say, oh, you're in a fucking pickle now. But I feel like, yeah, like you're having these new experiences together and then someone is just like hung up on their boyfriend. Like, no, let's just not. There's a lot of people like that, actually. Yeah. Like I know people, all they talk about is their significant other. Like no one gives, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> right. No one cares. You have nothing else to add to the conversation? Okay, this one was a crazy one. Literally had a friend who was so self-absorbed. She was out with her group of girlfriends one night because she literally never leaves her fiance's side. And she told us she didn't think she would stay friends with us after she got married and had kids because there wouldn't be enough time for it. What? Also, why I put friends in parentheses is because I couldn't go to her bachelorette party because I'm in med school, have zero free time, and our other friend couldn't go because she had work. She's a PA. And we both got uninvited from her wedding. She didn't tell us she was uninviting us. We just never got our invitations after we had already gotten our save the dates. Needless to say, she sucks. Can you imagine? I like how she gave her friends like a pre-warning. She's probably not going to be friends with them down the oh, road. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Like we're probably going to grow apart. There's going to be no time for us because I have I'm my so busy. I have my husband and my friends. I fucking hate when people are like, I'm I'm important. I'm busy. Like fuck, right. everyone's fucking everyone's busy. busy. I know. That's like one thing. Whenever I complain about being busy, I'm like, but I know everyone's fucking got life going on. Yeah. And like my... What's, what do we always say though? It's like we got to stop glorifying working so hard or being yeah. busy like it's not a badge of honor we all have to do it right you know right but it sounds like she's very childish i want to say or what's, oh, the, what's yes. the word i'm looking for though like um it, it seems like she's very petty yeah of course well again like i'm sorry some of the people that i'm like the closest with who i invited on my bachelorette party didn't come whether because it was financial work school they had prior obligations was i gonna get mad at them and unfriend them no, because, because that's of that? called being an adult oh my god it's just like be a mature motherfucker oh my, that's crazy yeah very childish anyways 
So I had a best guy friend all through middle, high school, and college. Him and I were never in a relationship. We were just basically like brother and sister. Through every relationship I ever had, I was always sure to include him in plans still, and I would make it certain that my boyfriend was fine with me still being friends with him. Well, he finally got a girlfriend after college and all of a sudden could no longer spend time with me. I don't know if his girlfriend was uncomfortable with it or what. I would even invite her to join us, and I had a boyfriend as well, but for some reason, he just started ditching out on plans. The final straw to our friendship was when we were supposed to go out line dancing, and he straight up ghosted me. My boyfriend had to work and couldn't go with me, so I drove a half hour to the bar just to hang out with my friend, and he never showed. Ignored all my texts and phone calls. Haven't heard from him since. <gasps> that was about five years ago. Yeah, that, that sounds like the girlfriend was probably a little bit jealous, but again, like, do you want to be friends with someone then who can't, like, maintain other friendships outside of or that? Or, like, stick up for you? Yeah, exactly. Like, how many friends do you have that are or girls? Or be courteous and at least tell you what's going on and not, like, keep you in the dark right like just be an adult it's all about communication like we say so someone wrote almost all my friends in a relationship have done that to me whereas my boyfriend and i still socialize sometimes here's a story my two bffs were dating behind my back for six months once they told me they basically cut me out of the circle mind you it was just the three of us as a circle decided they didn't want me in the group anymore because they were in a relationship so i basically defriended them because i clearly didn't mean anything to them as a best friend don't need that type of negative energy in my life. I laugh about it because I'm like, why can't we be friends exactly? Sounds like they uh, just didn't want to just use you like you were a rebound <laughs> yeah. friend right. or like, to like jumpstart their relationship. Like, or it just sounds like they didn't want like a thruple. It's weird. It's like they couldn't be in a relationship and like keep you around. Like what? I don't doesn't make sense. I, I feel like sometimes people use other people as like a stepping stone Yeah. for other relationships, you know? I could see that. I had a close friend ghost me because their now husband thought I was too pervy. For eight years, they married. She emailed me apologizing and missing my perv ass. <laughs> so like she, her husband didn't like how inappropriate you were. That's like me. I feel like half your friends would not want to hang out with me because I just like joke about your dick all the time. Oh, they, they think you're <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're one of the dudes for sure. But someone also wrote, I'm a bit of that friend, but so are all my other friends in the beginning. We always come back. And I think that's super important to recognize. It's like, it's okay to to spend time with your significant other and to prioritize your time with them. But, you know, I think it's important to just like, you don't have to lose those friendships just because you're in a relationship. And as the friend and having that friendship on a solid foundation, like you would understand that. Yeah, you know? right. Because like even... That would be a true friendship where you, you don't... You You're don't not going to judge that them as, yeah. Yeah, for like hanging out with a significant other. Like I do. Well, that's it. I remember, well, I remember when Abby and John started dating my roommate and I, I was like, you know, a little bit sad because she was spending now more time with this new guy. But I completely understood like because I, I know that if I was in her shoes, I would be in the honeymoon stage kind of doing the same well, thing. You know, technically, you went on a date with me the same night as she went on a date with John. You just uh, refused to hang out with me. Yes, exactly. I just so <laughs> that's kind of your fault. You could have been in the honeymoon phase early too, but you decided John, you said nay, nay. We're 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 here again. Do we need to say that you won? I'll, I'll rehash this forever. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, shall we jump into our segment? Would, would you, you rather? rather? All right, I'm gonna go first. Alex, would you rather be the person who flips the switch during executions or be the judge who decides who should be executed? Ooh. Probably the flip switcher because I'd be like, this is not me. 
you know? <laughs> wow, I did not think you were going to say that. Yeah, because I'm not going to like choose, like, because the judge is the decision maker. You know what I mean? But you could be the judge who's like, no one's getting executed. <laughs> so now you're like, I'm gonna now I'm gonna be the one who executes everybody. I honestly didn't nice. even think of that. I no, thought you that, can't like, change your mind either. The judge was just gonna like I, you have to make the decision, yes or no. Now you're executing everybody. I didn't think of that. Well, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> Can I change my answer? No, you cannot. Okay, John, would you rather? I saw this question and I just feel like it applies because anytime we watch a movie, you're like, I want to be in a movie so bad. Mr. TikTok man wants to be. First off, I say you would be really good in a movie. Well, thank you. I'd be a really good character that just like screams real quick and then gets his head blown off or something. So this is a good would you rather for you. Would you rather be an extra in an Oscar winning movie or the lead in a box office bomb like a terrible movie? No, I know that. But I'm thinking like, (laughs) what kind of extra are you talking? Do I get a line? Am I just like, am I like you when you were in Eastbound and Down just sitting in the pew? Yes. Then a, a shitty box office dive movie or whatever. Where you're the lead. Yeah, because if you're the extra that has no part at all. Yeah, yeah. I agree. At least also I'd get paid. <laughs> well, right. Extra's Did you get really, paid for your I think scene? I, I, got, I got like eight fifty an hour. Alex, moment of fame, <laughs> sitting behind... Um, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. And Eastbound and Down. What was his name? Kenny Powers. Oh, I don't know. That was his name in the show. Oh. Uh, was he getting married or was he Adam? No, his son was to Lindsay Lohan. And Whatever episode that was. It was, it was the series finale. Oh. It was like a full nine hour day. They were shooting in Wilmington and I had like just graduated college and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go. And so I was like, I want to be an extra on a show. Have never watched a show before. They didn't ask you to go on or anything. You're like, oh, they're filming here. I'm just going to show up. Uh, No, they did have an application process. So I think I just like submitted a picture of me with like my height. And they were like, cool, come to location this day. Got there. That's pretty cool. Snacks. (laughs) But it was maybe like a 30 second scene. And it took like nine hours. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know if I would w- do that. Was not worth it. I think I only did it like twice. I did it for Eastbound and Down, and the Dome, and then Under the Dome, or Under the Dome. Yeah, but you know, what'd you my, do in Under the my Dome? Claim to fame. I was a reporter. <laughs> You're just in the back of yeah, 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 with your but, microphone. But remember, I told you like so. Anytime we watch a movie, I'm like John. If people are clapping in a scene, they're fake clapping. Like watch their hands and like. Are they like not even touching? Yeah, like they're not touching. Or like if people are like screaming in the stands in a movie, they're not actually yelling. Like because they have That's to be so awkward. It, when you're actually filming. Well, so that's what happened. Like I was a reporter for Under the Dome and we're supposed to be like outside of the dome, like interviewing everyone inside and like, yeah, what's going on? What's happening? And they were like, so everyone, like all the extras who's acting as a reporter, you guys, because there was tons of us. They were like, you have to like yell as if you're asking questions, but like, don't say <laughs> like, anything. Were you like, what kind of chicken nuggets do you like? <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> spicy or regular. <laughs> <laughs> but they used footage of me. I was like, there I am. Anyway, claim to fame. <laughs> um, now we shall jump into our segment. <gasps> Give, it Give it to, to me, me straight. straight. Oh, did I'm you sorry. like forget? Yeah, I did. I did. Do you want to do that again? Yes. Give, Give it, it to me straight. straight. Okay. Where we ask fuck. <laughs> Where we answer all your burning questions. If you have any questions you want us to answer on the pod, you can email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Okay, question number one. Hey guys, first of all, I just want to say you guys make my morning commute to work amazing with every podcast you guys post. Hilarious content. Love you guys. Thank you. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so my tea here is, what do you think if a guy cheats on your sister, gets caught a couple months past, eight months to be exact, and he's trying to win her over and she decides to give him a chance? 
This situation happened to one of my sisters. I was really close with this relationship. I used to go out with them as a couple and joke around with the guy as my in-law. And now I feel like I can't trust him anymore, obviously. But I see he has changed for the good and the relationship seems to be moving fast. But my intuition says to keep my guard up. He's showing improvement, but not sure if I am in the wrong for not wanting to be as close as I was before the cheating situation happened. I don't know. Help a girl out. What do you? What are your thoughts, Sean? I don't know. Is it different for like brothers and sisters? Like as a brother of a sister, dude, I would not let that shit fly. Right. Like absolutely not. Whether uh, my sister's happy or not, I'll fucking ruin that. For me, it's just that is one thing that I just don't think that I could get past is cheating. Like in a relationship, it's just because I know myself and you have to go through so much fucking work of trust to be able to rebuild that where it was before. You're always going to be. Yeah. Whoever says like, no, I'm, I fully trust them. This is no, such, you fucking don't. so full of right. shit. You, you know, you want to go through their phone. You know that you're questioning where, what their whereabouts are. There's like no way. I mean, if your sister. For somebody who's gone through getting cheated on, I could tell you that I never trusted that person again as much as I tried. Right. I mean, it's crazy. Like, don't don't kid yourself. I just think in I've I've experienced like, I think, micro cheating where I have found texting, but never proof of like physical cheating. It still hurts, but I don't think it's like at the same magnitude if someone like, you know, physically hooked up with someone else. But I have had friends where they have been cheated on and it just it never it never works out, even though you want to believe that you could trust them again. I just think that it's there's a lot of fucking work that you have to do and it's not an easy road. So I don't think you're the bad guy for not trusting him again because he could very well hurt your sister. Yeah. You're in a shitty position, though, because if you do resent, then you're going to lose a part of your sister, probably. I'm assuming. I would explain to your sister why you feel. Yeah. And just be like, this is just coming from a place of love. Like this person has hurt you so deeply. I was the one there to pick up the pieces. And I'm going to be there again if it happens. But like you have to prepare yourself for that. It's tough. That's going to be draining on like the friend or the, the sister or family member to be the one like, to be that crying shoulder and then to see them do that shit again mm-hmm. if it if it does happen like oof, that's tough i just know like statistically it, it will most likely happen but who knows you know what benefit of the doubt let's say he has changed and uh, it's it's fucking tough though again it's going to take a lot of work a lot of rebuilding but therapy hey maybe they should go to therapy together um mm. <laughs> Question number two. Hey, Alex and John. My husband and I had a question about our friend's relationship. One of our close friends is engaged now and our group of friends and the family, which are the parents of our friends, are not a big fan of his fiance. She just seems to rub everyone the wrong way. She's super opinionated and doesn't seem to care or realize if she hurts someone else's feelings. Our friend group is all very protective of the group's mother and the way the bride has treated and spoken to the mother-in-law at times has upset us. The mother-in-law and father-in-law have told us they are not a fan of the bride as well. The mother-in-law and I tried encouraging the guys of our friend group to communicate with the group before they got engaged about how they feel, but they all ended up not following through and got nervous that it would cause a rift between their friendship with the groom. So now the couple is engaged. They've been in a long distance relationship their entire time together, which has been three to four years. They've never lived together. And with how the friends and family feel about her, I'm basically just wondering what your thoughts and opinions on that particular scenario. 
advice would be great. But at this point, it kind of seems like it kind of is what it is. And we're all just waiting to see what happens. I just know what John would do. Like, what would John do? John would say to his friend, like, dude, this isn't the girl for you. But you would say that probably early on. Like father, like son, because my dad did that with, yeah, to, with my uncle. Did he propose or did he just have a ring? He was going to propose. Was in, he was engaged, I think. Oh, yeah, you're right. He was engaged. And everyone, I think, including his parents were like, to my dad, Dave, they're like, Dave, you need to talk to him. Yeah. Cause like he was like his closest friend. I mean, if the groom's parents are saying that too, you know, like not that, not that family always knows what's best because I think that sometimes people can overstep their boundaries and, you know, obviously it's not just the parents though. It's the parents, the friends, right, but, like everyone. But that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that now it's everyone who feels the same way. Like I think someone has to say something. Worst case scenario, you lose your friend. Best case scenario, you lose your friend and you don't have to hang out with that girl ever, you know? <laughs> I mean, otherwise, he's just going to have to learn the hard way. Like, Because it, it's it, not going to be... Listen, it's not going to be the same. Say you don't say anything. He marries this chick, right? Then you got to spend time with him and her. It's not going to be the same relationship or friendship that you had. But you know what? And everyone's going to be miserable. But if he's happy, like, who are you to say don't date this person because no one likes her? Like, if he doesn't give a fuck, who cares, I guess? I believe friends know know what's best for yes, you yes and like i don't know i, I just feel like as you could be as, blind you could be blind but as much as i would love to like say something people are fucking adults at this point you know what i mean like you're not if they're not a 21 year old getting into a marriage and a relationship like if this is a decision making adult they can make that choice on their own and if it fails it fucking fails which is fine but you don't think you should give your opinion on it not unless it's asked i think that if someone says like hey what do you think about Sarah B. <laughs> For example, if Goo's parents were like, John, you need to talk to him. The trash can he's with, he <laughs> needs to like not be with her anymore. I'd be like, you got it. You got it. Hey, Goo, she needs to kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> what is so funny about the saying kick rocks? When we're in the car together, Goo and I, and I'll never forget, we're like at a red light and someone's walking and they're walking so fucking slow. And Goo, Goo, yeah, Goose just got so set off. He's like, knees to chest, motherfucker. Knees to chest. <laughs> you say that all the time. I think he got that from Samuel Jackson. Oh, knees to chest. Probably from a movie. I don't know. That was so funny. I don't, I'm just, I'm in the way of just being like, of course I would want to give my opinion and say like, go tell them to, you know, kick rocks as John would say. But it depends where they are in life. If they're well, it depends fucking on how happy, comfortable you are with, like I would have no problem doing that to like a really close friend. But, but if, if someone, it was... I don't know. If a friend came to me and they had doubts, then I would be like, oh, yeah, like, don't worry. Everyone feels the same don't way. Do you think your parents would know best? Like, would well, at least know what would be the best for you unless they're like pieces Not of shit. Not always. I don't think always. I just think sometimes there's two ways that this could go. Sometimes friend groups can be very exclusive and overprotective when this really might be a good person. But also they do know them best and could see like if this maybe isn't the right girl for them. But like... I just feel like if, if your friend has not expressed any concern and he is genuinely happy, he's just going to have to ride this wave and figure it out on his own. John, just, whatever, John doesn't fine. agree. <laughs> Do whatever. Then let your friend be miserable. Sure. Another week of us giving you unhelpful advice. <laughs> it's it's helpful which way you want to take it. You know, yeah, you yeah, take yeah. Alex's road, the high road, or you get down in the mud with me. But isn't that 
what like what people look for in advice. They're just like finding someone who's going to tell them, yeah, what they want to hear. Or options. Yeah, you yeah. get options with this with <laughs> this podcast. With us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we steadily like initially we used to agree together on giving advice, and we're just slowly <laughs> splitting apart. Well, because you're definitely more of like the blunt, like I don't give a fuck, and I'm more of like you can't just like throw around your. I think it, I think more so. I'm just learning from with all these questions we're getting. I'm just like people are pieces of shit, and just making me realize more and more the people that are out there I'm like this is terrible there's people really like that it's yeah, crazy but again we're also only getting one side like benefit of the doubt like maybe again he might be miserable in this relationship and his friends might see it like you guys might all be like i'm just gonna put to blinders this, up and but... assume that what they're saying is 100 percent true and there's no deviating from that which is which is funny because other questions that we've been asked i'm the one and i'm devil's and, advocate yeah and you're like oh you can't just assume alex <laughs> So I'm a mystery, Alex. You never know what I'm going to say. <laughs> never know what I'm going to get. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you are enjoying our podcast, please leave us a five star review. Like and subscribe. And comment and tell us what you're enjoying. And I don't know. Just let us know. Like, what do you say? Some nice shit on there. You know, <laughs> say something like this is the best podcast you ever listened to in your life. Share us with your friends or family or your dog or your cat. Whoever, honestly. But if you guys have any questions, you could write in at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at giveittomestraightpodcast and you could go to our website at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. We will see you guys next ciao, week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.